0: It is Wednesday, September 30th, 2020, and this is episode 109 of the World of Sports Podcast and Radio Show short episode edition. Welcome to a Wednesday episode of the World of Sports Podcast and Radio Show. Short episode edition. I'm Zach Rubenstein. Uh, there was no Tuesday episode because of Yom Kippur. I do not know. That was Monday. I decided not to record an episode for Tuesday. Um, tomorrow there will probably be two. I guess I might do two on Wednesday. Um, the baseball season came to a chaotic end, and I didn't get to it. Um, and the playoffs start, so I'm going to do probably some bunch of baseball stuff, which I was going to do for today, but. Tuesday morning brought the news of the NFL's first outbreak. And clearly that is bigger news. So let's let's jump into this a little bit. Um, The NFL's first outbreak occurred with the Tennessee Titans. um, And it actually, like in baseball, when they had their outbreak, started as something kind of innocuous. A singular player tested positive on Saturday for the Tennessee Titans. Before they left, linebacker, linebacker's coach Shane Bowen tested positive on Saturday before the team left. He was held back, and they just kind of moved on. Now, these guys are tested every day except for game day. So there were no other tests conducted on Saturday, no tests conducted on Sunday. Then Monday, when they started testing again, they found eight more cases. Now, specifically, they did... Um, specific testing well kind of like contact tracing but an extreme version Um, so players wear around their wrists every time they're in the facility I think even during games um, a little tracker that tracks their movements wherever they go and then depending on how close they get to somebody else that can tell the league if they may or may not have been exposed so there's different tiers to it they did uh, contact tracing I guess testing on tiers one and two Obviously, they did testing on everybody else just by chance. Um, and they came back with three positive players and eight positive staff members. Of course, not including the original coach that got sick. So that's how they came up with that. Now, the Minnesota Vikings got tested, and they didn't have any positives. But for now, uh, they're going to continue testing. I, their, their facilities remained closed. Tennessee is, clay, is remaining closed through, I think, at least Thursday. So they're gonna start trying to backtrace and figure out exactly where this went, um, and how far it got. Now I don't know exactly. Uh, to be honest, it probably helped by the fact they were probably helped by the fact that they traveled uh, and played the game away, so they weren't around their families, they weren't around any gatherings that may have been around Saturday night. They did this all kind of from afar, um, where everyone was probably kind of segregated as it was, you know, confined to their rooms and uh, may have even helped them in just keeping this thing uh, contained. So that's good news. Um, this is the first outbreak in the NFL, though. And so now that I've kind of just described what happened, we have to get into the broader conversation, stuff that is not so easy to answer. Um, first, the question is, did the NFL system work? Did the combination of tracking and tracing and testing Keep this thing contained. Now, by that I mean: Did the armbands around these players really work? Did it really get an accurate number of you know people connected? Um, did it really was it really accurately telling how long they were in contact? Does that even matter? Did players and coaches get it who were on the tier two, the furthest distance for the least amount of time? Did they get it anyway? Whereas people maybe closer didn't get it. Like, does that even matter? The other thing is: Were they able to properly? actually keep these players you know separate so in baseball we learned that the miami marlins were incredibly reckless and they didn't do a lot of the things that baseball now has set in place and to be honest that was probably their fault for not being able to follow the rules but the question is can these players follow the rules is it even possible so that is kind of left to be up in the air are the protocols even being successfully applied Slash, are the players really able to stay away from each other? Now, the next part of this is how quickly can they contain this? So we've talked about the first round of testing they've done just on the players and personnel that were within the tier one and tier two. But as this continues to possibly be a spreading issue, how far will it go and how quickly will they catch it? So they're obviously going to get these tests back probably by the time you're listening to this, they'll have more tests back. Will the number go from 8 or 9 is to 12, to 14? So one of the things that happened in baseball, both with the Marlins and the Cardinals, was that they went from 4, in Miami they went from more from 4 to 7 to 13 to 18 to 20. St. Louis went from like 2 to 1 to 2 to 6 to 7 to 13. Like that's that count up obviously happened a little bit. In football they went from 1 to 8. But will tomorrow be 12 and the next day be 16? So that comes back to containing the virus, but also how much spreading went on. I guess they don't totally know. And that finding that max number of how many people were infected is everything. Football cannot begin to deal with this until they know the scope of it. So that, depending on how long that will take, to me will be the difference. Now, the final problem is what do they do going forward? In terms of the team, the games. Now, they've obviously decided to shut down the the facilities. In fact, let's go to the Vikings first. Because I'll get to Tennessee. The Vikings have no cases. They have their facility closed for at least a couple of days. They will get another round of testing uh, by the time we listen to this. And maybe even a third round today. If they don't have any cases after two or three days of testing, I doubt they continue. I think they'll say that they got lucky and they'll move on. If they do find a case... Then everything that's going on with them has to, everything that's going on with Tennessee has to continue. Their game this weekend, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. And now I'm going to loop back to Tennessee for a second. Tennessee is supposed to have a game on Sunday. The NFL announced today their contingency for that game is to play it on Monday. But that they plan on playing it. Now you can't even begin to think about playing it until you know what the final number is. How many people have it? There are nine. Now, they're already aware of the situation with Tennessee. And I don't know that I have heard the exact exact example of what if they can't play this week, how are they going to fix it. But they at least are aware of that possibility. Right? The team that, that Tennessee's playing is aware of this. Everybody's understanding this is a problem. Next question is, how are they dealing with it? In Minnesota's case, I don't know that they're necessarily planning on a contingency. I think that they're expecting not to have any cases. So, if cases end up appearing, what's going to happen in terms of catching it? Tennessee may be able to catch this by Sunday. It's only Wednesday, and this has been going on for two days. But not necessarily Minnesota. If they have a case pop up on Wednesday, then can they get the whole thing cornered by Saturday to go play their game? I don't know. Kind of a problem. Um, I think that this has been the elephant in the room that the NFL has chosen to ignore. I don't think think they've... They've danced around the idea of what if for a while, and it's only a matter of time until they have this outbreak, and it's only a matter of time until they have the next one. Baseball didn't go a whole season without multiple outbreaks. Over less time period, the NFL season was two months. It was eight, ten, eight, nine weeks maybe. The NFL season is 17, so you're looking at a much longer period of time. They're going to have more than one outbreak. Now, we've made it all the way to week three, I guess, before they have one. We're almost entering week four. But what are they going to do if they can't play this game? Because you have to have bi-week lineup, so teams have to be free to reschedule it. Or they don't play it and go by win percentage, but I don't think that's going to happen. And what if teams have to miss multiple weeks? They didn't leave any time in their schedules to, to fix this. They could push back the Super Bowl, I guess. It could eliminate the Pro Bowl, I guess. But what if this affects playoff races? And what, you know, What are the long-term ramifications of this? And I don't think the NFL has really dealt with this. It's something that I've thought about for a while and I haven't really brought up because it hasn't been a problem. Well, now it's a problem. And I don't really know. And I think that this is, this isn't something I've heard anyone ex- ex- explain fully. Um, and again, this is just the start. This is where it begins. Unfortunately, I don't think the NFL really prepared for where this ends. And I think that this is the first kind of series of problems. Um, So far, it hasn't really affected the the on-the-field product. It's been a little weird without fans in the stands. Um, but And by the way, that's a whole other discussion. Um, There have been at least one report of possible spreading out of the game. Um, They're slowly starting to let people in. I don't think they even know the total impact of it. Um, but they are kind of just going about it so the NFL you know the NFL's kind of operated with their head in the sand with we're not you know it's just going to work out in our favor and i don't think there's been any reason to think that that's truly the case including now so i don't know what they're going to do going forward but this is the first beginning of a problem and until they solve this this uh, you know there's it's only going to grow so anyway i'm going to keep it short tonight um, I will do the, probably two episodes tomorrow. There's a lot to cover in terms of baseball. Uh, the NBA Finals are also tonight. So definitely more to come. And thank you for listening. I will see you on tomorrow's episode of the World Sports Podcast and Radio Show. Short episode